space. Lord willing, I see another day tomorrow. Cause these drugs all that a nigga seeing now. Lord willing, call back if you hear me now. Cause these drugs call back when I'm feeling down. Lord willing, I see another day tomorrow. Cause these drugs all that a nigga seeing now. Lord willing, call back if you hear me now. Cause these drugs call back when I'm feeling down. I know this ain't the same place as before I hope I don't feel my face anymore I don't think I can find my way anymore I hope I don't feel my face anymore I got, I got 25 lighter on my dress Leave a rolling passing Passing lighters over conversation Over dusty drums in the backdrop Under complicated syncopation Dripping flavor flow with oscillating mystics Like glad you came to visit My heart was needing kinship So tell me how your day was And tell me about that bullshit I want that everyday love I put that on the pool My lovers and my day ones My lovers and my day ones My lovers and my day ones guest is originally from Topeka, Kansas, and for the last seven years, he's been living in the Seattle area. He's collaborated with Seattle artists such as Vitamin D, Mr. Hentai, Nobi, and more. Make sure to check out the latest song he's featured on, Cosmos. It's my pleasure to introduce Blake Anthony. With the mouth sometimes And leave these hoes on the couch sometimes Drink some water, baby I got some pimping to dish out sublime Never fishing cause my house is mine I'm in the kitchen cutting chickens Put your mouth in line Throw up a drum and see who fight my style huh. I'm from a slum that really love me back Love my blacks But if it wasn't for my family I would probably never go back Solar, throwback, fist up, peace up Afro picker, chillin', smokin' cigar Weed floatin' and fillin' Ooh, we got no ceilings, B.A. Flipping pictures like the man in the mirror, he's so wavy. High. Home is all I ever want. Plus a couple thousand dollars, times a couple thousand more. Ain't been sweating how I walk since they killed Jesus on the cross. Man, these niggas gon' hate you if they want, for sure. Wake up, I'm Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today I'm with a very special guest, the yeah. one and only Blake Anthony. Yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? Thank you for having me. Thank you. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. You're the first Blake on the podcast besides myself. Yeah, I mean, right, yeah, <laughs> man. It's like the, the dual Blakes thing is cool, man. I, I like that, man. I like that. And, uh, you know. <laughs> I have a, my best friend, actually, is named Blake as well. Oh, yeah. And his na- last name is Ashton, so it's Blake A as well, and you're Blake yeah, A too. So He's the, the white Blake, you, though. You, so <laughs> you get the BA from both sides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh man, that's that's what's up. Have you ever um, been told your name is very white, though? Uh, that was that was interesting. I get, I used to get that a lot, all the time, man. Like in every grade, you know what I'm saying? It never fails, but you know, 
luckily, you know, I don't hear that much out here. So, hell yeah. There's that. <laughs> you want to hear a crazy story? Yeah. So, when I was growing up, I went to like an all white school, like an elementary school at least. And, you know, middle school and high school, it got, it got a little bit more diverse, but still, I was like yeah. the token black kid. <laughs> but in elementary school, there was only one other black girl in the entire school. And she yeah. was in my grade. So people would say we were dating just because uh, we were fucking yeah, black. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, was, <laughs> was, y'all like, was automatically paired. It was the imagination factory. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. <laughs> but, yeah, I want to hear your entire life story. Uh, and you're not even from Seattle. You, you're in lack of <laughs> you're a transplant, like people like to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, it's, it's funny because there's, like, it was d- destiny. <laughs> to to land here inevitably man you know and uh i came out here from texas which is like a totally like different vibe but like people are just the like the same everywhere you know what i'm saying yeah you know what i'm saying but like i just it's just like a whole story of just bouncing around place to place but i'm originally from kansas man i'm from uh, topeka kansas shout out top city uh only city with the 666 zip code so oh shit yeah it's crazy it's crazy it's cool i'm you guessing know. there's a lot of cults out there then there's uh no nah, kkk is prevalent but no oh, <laughs> nah, uh it ain't, it ain't culty out there i don't even think most people even be recognizing that that's in the zip code that was just something i found out on accident uh i was talking to my mom about my birth house uh at, like where i was you know due to be born uh, in Buchanan and uh, in Topeka, and I got the zip code one day and was just like six 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 oh four. That's crazy. What the hell? And I was just <laughs> looking at all the zip codes. I'm like, I guess I was living at six 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 one nine, and we had six 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 oh eight. And damn, that shit has always been like that. Oh, excuse me, you know. But uh, yeah, like uh, it's just crazy, you know. Uh, really, it's not that big a deal. Anyways, so I <laughs> I, I get a lot of questions about like the six 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 top city thing, and a lot of people be like, eh, you know what you. What you talking about, man? You know what I'm saying? Be careful writing that. And I'm just like, it just, it means something different for me. Have you yeah. seen the little Nas shoes that came yeah, out? Yeah, the day it was crazy with the, uh, with the, with the Pentagon on there. And the, like a, it was like or a pentagram. Dro- and a drop of human blood in every pair. Yeah, how was it, how was, how were they doing that? Like, is it in the, the side part on the sole where you can see it like moving like jail? Yeah. That's crazy. And <laughs> I was, I was looking at an interview and the craziest part, like the creators of the shoes, they're called Mischief. Yeah. Like everyone on that team, that's their blood. So people were like, oh, wow. people were like, whose blood is it? Someone was like, is it chicken's blood? But oh, and then there was an interview came out. It was the mischief team's blood. And they just like, <laughs> we'll, we'll make this sacrifice. Oh, that's crazy. But now they're getting sued by Nike. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because it's not actually part. It's not a Nike collab. They're just using oh. the shoe. And like, of course, the whole point was yeah. to get attention. You exactly. Know? Nike's like, you got too much attention over there. Yeah. yeah. We want that attention. And of course, there was only 666 pairs yeah. sold, too. I saw that, too. Man. <laughs> I know they were flying out the shows, too. I think he was selling the pairs for like a thousand. Yeah. A thousand, nuts. like 20 or something like that. Nuts. Yeah, I was, I was, the, the red and black was clean. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. A video got dropped or something too. Did you like, watch uh, the video? I didn't. I hadn't seen the video, but I mean, it's probably tight. Like it's it's yeah. It's very people think it's 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 definitely very gay, of course, but, but <laughs> it's like, dope as hell. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm sure it's like very done up because the Lil Nas X video. He's like twerking on uh, Satan and shit. It's crazy. The one before that was for was it for the Super Bowl? But he was like in all like blue like ice or something, and he oh. had like a mustache. Like, he had like a wig and a beard holiday. And, like, yeah, the holiday, holiday video. Day. The holiday video is crazy. It's like that's that beat is insane. I actually yeah, love that song. Yeah, so I have to. I'll, I'll watch that new one, even though the devil's in it. But whatever, you know. Are you a Christian man? I like. I I don't know, man. I'm I'm a I'm a space man. You're a universe I'm a man. Space man. I could see it. I could yeah, hear it from your music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Man. I'm like, there's more. Uh, there's more in spirituality than uh than assigned religion. But I can't even knock religion because, like, they all have their, uh, like, their disciplines that, like, lead you to better lives. And ultimately, that's what religion is supposed to be trying to show you is how to live a better life. Yeah. But, like, uh, like you know, I just I can't get with the you can't do this part and stuff like that. Like, yeah. all that, you know, I like the, the spirituality got to just flow with your life. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you got to find something, but it ain't got to be you know necessarily rules and, <laughs> and hatred and divisiveness and exclusion right you know did that did that come from 
moving to Seattle or were you spiritual in Kansas? Oh yeah, like uh my dad was a avid churchgoer. Okay. I was like, we used to do a chill though. It's like, you know, we we go a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it wasn't like, you know, some days was missed, it is what it is. Uh and you know, he gonna catch the game. But it's like it's like uh I got baptized at Lane Chapel and uh shout, shout out, out to shout out Top <laughs> City. And um you know, for me, it was like a thing that I had to do and a thing that was being done, but it never like attached to me the why and like the everything with it and stuff. And that ain't even like the religion's fault. It's just like my time in my life and what my deacons or whatever had to offer me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know. Like, uh, shout out to my brother Ash. Me and him always been super into like anime and like writing stories and like drawing characters. So I always had like some like. That's probably like some universal yada 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 going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if it's like some we just in somebody's hand and like he just staring, it's just staring at the universe in his hand. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I mean, my brother's talking about like, what if like when you pass on, like you die, you just see like a game over screen and then you like taking the headset off and then you're in an arcade. Like, oh, shit. oh that was crazy. Like, I was like, man, that would be crazy. I'd be, oh no, I'd be like a little underwhelmed i'd be like oh well i just lost the game like what that's it oh shit yeah (laughs) anyways yeah i don't know i just i think uh religion kind of just miss me but you know there's values in all the different religions for sure it was weird i was i interviewed my first like actual christian rapper yeah like a week ago like putting out christian rap like yeah he's like an actual like legit and i i because from the outside perspective, I'm like, yeah, people are not really as into religion right now. Yeah. But then he said something that, like, I was like, oh, shit, I wasn't thinking it from a Christian perspective. He was like, in the times we're living in right now, people hate God. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't <laughs> oh, think man. about how Christians <laughs> think about it. <laughs> oh, For real, though, like, oh, shit, y'all, so you really think it's going down right now? And I mean, like, I can see that. I can see that, like, people, like... Being like, damn, I was really out here hate God right now, like <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel that, man. I just don't get. I think, like I tell everyone, I think the universe is a better thing because it incorporates every single religion. In my opinion, yeah. it incorporates everything. But then when you look at Christianity, there's only one God. You know? Yeah, and it's like there's just, and the fact that you got this book that's been like reinterpreted by so many different people. And still continuously, you know, more information comes out that's like, maybe this is interpreted differently. It's just like, to make something that's based upon rules that you have to follow or else. And the big thing for me is the or else mindset. It's like, you don't do this stuff just right. You're going to die. And when you wake (laughs) up, your feet going to be on fire. I read Dante's Inferno, the three, all three cantos in like, or uh, not even three cantos, but like the three books of Dante's Inferno. And like. And that's anime, correct? When you go, oh no, it is animated. Yeah. But then there's like the Purgatorio Paradiso parts that are like, you just read on. It's crazy because he goes to like other planets and stuff. But like, man, it's like, there's one punishment where you're like in a hole, (laughs) inside the hole, you're hella hot, but then your feet are sticking out the top and then the bottom of your feet are on fire. And I was like. Man, like, how God have time to do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? You telling me he made that? You know what I mean? And it's like, and if he (laughs) did, it's like, who are we dealing with? Like, man, what is... And what if people like that? What if that's someone's king to be on fire? But then yeah, that, I mean, that's exactly. heaven, that's then, heaven then, for them. Then what? Then it's just like, oh, I sent you to the wrong part of hell. My bad. I sent you <laughs> to this. You're going to get the lashes. Oh, I like that too. Oh, <laughs> oh we got. We don't know what to do with you down here. You know what I mean? Then you're in limbo, right? Yeah, yeah. Then you're stuck. <laughs> Man, it's just like, and then you get to the end and we read Paradiso. It's like, uh, he, uh, Dante eventually gets to the top and when he beholds the creator, it's like not even awesome. Like, come my child. It's like, he just sees this light that's like the light of just creation and like perfectness. And then and then it just like ends like that. Like it's just him seeing the light and then it's just like over. And then it's like, oh, okay. Like what else could you explain? Like what else is there to see after you see that? And then it just brought me back. Like, so if it's just the light of creation, like why would it be thinking about? And then when people do bad, I'm going to burn their feet and put them in holes and make people swim through tar. It's like that just is like that's like a very <laughs> malicious thing. To put on something that's supposed to be all knowing and all loving. Yeah. And that's where I be getting, you know, have disconnects. So, like I said, there's like very, there's like a lot of discipline and stuff you can get from religions, but all of them usually have some kind of like 
man-made flaw, you know, human-made flaw that is to be expected because we're all humans writing this shit. Yeah, know? exactly. It's interpreted. Like, it's continuously con- interpreted even by each church. Yeah. You know? And it's just, like, crazy, you know? you know? And then you got people like, uh, I don't know, I shouldn't be name-dropping people, but, like, you got people like, you know, Creflo Dollar having b- bought, like, a $60 million plane or something. There was another dude way back, uh, old, uh, oh, what is his name? I don't remember his name, but, uh, uh, shout out to Waffles, Mommy Josh. He showed me a video of him like tripping. Oh no, me, Josh, and Ash were watching it in the kitchen, and he was like tripping on a lady who asked him about like, why did you spend these millions on this plane? And he was like, the Lord said I should have it. And oh it's yeah, like, man, that's crazy. Jesus would have a Rolls Royce if he was still around. Yeah, you know, he needs to be able to get to his disciples faster. Like that's <laughs> come on, man. And then it's like, and then I'm supposed to go to your church tomorrow. Like, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Anyways, wait. So, but if people don't. I think there's a difference between not believing in God and not believing in God. <laughs> right, exactly. But are those though. if you're if just because you don't believe in God does that mean you're an atheist? No, because I I can I think people can accept like well, the atheism, community aspect of yeah. God and everything. But. Like like the yeah yeah it's like is atheism just a non-belief in God or is that like I don't believe in nothing or no that's like how far is it away from being satanic and atheist (laughs) yeah right but see crazy is the satanism church interestingly enough when the syrian refugees were trying to find places to like like basically be in america you know what i'm saying to escape they gave them all Uh, it was what was crazy (laughs) yeah it was just like (laughs) before they got dropped but like yeah straight up like uh you had like people like joel osteen Mm. shut his church down and be like nah nobody can come up in here y'all cannot be in here and it's like bro you have a mega church and i know you have more than just that one so like yeah what but then you got the satanism people the church of satan coming and being like we'll let people in you know what i'm saying taking in refugees and shit like that yeah. at the same time now that's a move you know what i'm saying anybody with a brand is going to like try to make a move that's going to help them capitalize but it's also like at the end of the day, they had somewhere to lay their head if they had to pick between A and B. And A is the Church of God, and B is the Church of Satan. And the Church of Satan came out talking about, we'll take in the refugees. Oh, so it's just kind of, when you just see stuff like that, it's crazy. And then it's like, is that about people hating God? It's like, no. Where would you place Joel? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't hate God, but you also don't like these people. So, like, what that mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I feel like no matter uh, what you do, you're, everyone's brainwashed in one way or not, whether you're religious or not religious. Yeah. Whether, whatever you're doing, you just got to accept it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then find how to find a way to be happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. sun is going to be out at some point in time. Just not in know. Seattle. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at least it ain't like, like Animatrix times, like I watched that. The man, I watched that probably like oh, it's probably a couple months ago now. But like they like That's the insane. people, the people shot the sky out to block the sun to defeat the machines, and I'm just like, that's such a terrible plan. Like, yeah. like what do you mean? Like they live underground now. Too. Yeah, we're we're good. And it's like the the machines was like, we just gonna eat y'all then. Anyways, but, but think about how crazy. You can say the movie's dated, or you can say it's still a good movie, but no matter what, that concept, to actually be able to put that together in three fucking movies? Yeah, for real, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, up, yeah. Like, I, have, I, could, I could not create a movie like that, yeah. ever. I'd love to get into making some movies. Some, like, B-movies. I want to make, like, oh, some shit. funny B-movies, like, half-baked. Yeah. Movies. Oh God. Yeah. That might not be counting as a B movie. No, no shade to Dave Chappelle. That's I like, think that. I think that was before he was doing comedy. By then, I think. Yeah, but he was like, that's like a, it's yeah, a cult classic. Yeah, exactly. So it's like that. Don't that ain't like a bad B movie. No. You know what I'm saying? But then you got you got some B movies you get from the Red Box. <laughs> watch oh, watch shit. that. Like they shot that right here in Lakewood. No. Oh <laughs> yeah. Stand up. Like how they what? That's a, that's the McDonald's on Seventy Second. You know what I'm saying? Like. Talking about some werewolves. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. I feel like people, we just, of course, it's like, like when you see like Twilight or something, it's not actually shot in Washington, right? But I feel like it's shot in like Oregon or Vancouver or something like that because Seattle's taxes for shooting is too much. Money. Oh, really? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. But I feel like there needs to be some type of huge organization where every type of artist is accepted and they can just. Pull Disney. their resources together to do whatever they want. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it can be an independent movie and still be huge, you know? Yeah. It's just, there's so many artists. Why, why was there a pause? Artists. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many artists yeah. in this, in this, in Seattle alone. 
I feel like everyone just needs to. There needs to be some fucking building or something that, like, a hot spot yeah, where everyone can yeah, just go and connect. That's real. That's real. It's crazy. Like, honestly, shout out to everybody who's like collaborated with me or worked with me in any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? So many people, even on Star Stereo. Shout out to Talea, uh, Mr. Hentai, man. Uh, shout out to my uh, my brother Chris out in Topeka, uh, Chris White. And uh, man, Bruce Leroy in Tacoma, man, man, easily probably one of my favorite verses on that album. I saw that, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, Bruce is this is Star like, Radio. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm Bruce saying? Bruce Leroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. But like, you know, shout out to everybody who's really open to work because, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you it's like sometimes it's like playing video games. Well, it's it's like playing video games as of late. Where it's like you hit a, you can hit a paywall, like if you play with a phone game, <sighs> where you're like, the game's fun, but like when I fight anybody else, they don't bought all their stuff, so it's like not even fun. And then it's like, what? I can't even do the next quest unless I buy the next chapter. Anyways, different <laughs> metaphor, whatever, but different. Like it's like sometimes you try to reach out and work with people, and you meet a paywall where they're like, you know, I'm all for paying people for their work and their art, and I, you know, I I usually try not to get no no free work for nobody but it's at the same time like sometimes wait i have a question though is that where money is that where artists even make their money though like realistically unless you're like a mainstream artist you can't charge like even five thousand for a verse so if everyone's charging each other this is an outside yeah perspective. it's like a, is it even worth the pay like is are you actually getting it is because like the whole everything you're doing all of the art that you make costs you you know what i'm saying your time your life essence so like it is all worth it's worth doing a and then the profit b is also worth it it's just not as equally worth it as just doing it is right but it's also the physical manifestation of being able to do it because once you get the money from doing the shit you love to do then you can pay for the time to do it you know what i'm saying because it's like you know, royalties start looking real good and you able to just throw that on your rent, then it's like, cool. Well, then I have all this time where I may not need to be at uh, this job that I sell chickens at. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Or <laughs> imitation crab. Yeah, man. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, shout out to the imitation crab job, though. When I worked at the Serimi plant, that's how I met DJ Grumble. He oh, wasn't shit. he wasn't at the plant. But this dude <laughs> bet me that I couldn't rap to DJ Grumble's beats. And I was like, man, shut up. So then, like, he sent me a link of the beats, and I was staying up all night bumping those. And I really was having a hard time. I was like, man, these are amazing. And then I uh, I just, like, stalked his SoundCloud, like, for years. I was, it was, like, a couple years. And then, like, I remember the first time we talked, I was like, man, I want to rap on your beats. And he was like, yeah, man, I'll give it to you for some for cheap. But, you know, don't be, don't be out there performing and making money i'm supposed to be making <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i'm like that's real it's the same thing it's like because you you know you you plant seeds with your art and they they grow into what time makes them but each each seed is something that you created and that you like are like oh i really love this piece that i've made and like this means this to me yeah. and then other people get to digest that and be like wow this means us this means this to us that's part of the painting too you know what i'm saying like whatever this means to somebody else is is a is now a part of the art because it's like you can think what you want it to mean and then somebody else can give you their interpretation and you know it's not for you to be like well too bad because that's not what it means sucker it's like you know <laughs> it's like you you like wow that I'm glad that meant that to you that's like another stroke of color that wasn't even on there when I when it was in my hands and then you know time goes on and you know people win Grammys and stuff like that or just whatever you know it's just like the evolution of your art just keeps on going and so it's just like go ahead you know get your get your bag because then you got time you know you ain't got to worry about trying to pay for studio or or you ain't got to worry about trying to be like i gotta work till nine thirty, then i gotta get to the studio at 10 and i got a three-hour session so the engineer might be sleepy, you know, just right. like just trying to, you know, crunch, crunch all your time together. You know what I mean? Really, I think the money aspect for for music and all that buys your time um, and you make your own time. You can work out how to make your time squeeze and work. But like, I think the money is important because it buys you extra time. And that's like the time, hopefully, 
that you're putting into making more stuff, you know what I'm saying? Or like, yeah, it's like trading. It's basically like it's it's money, but it's like you're trading it for other things. Exactly. Kinda. <laughs> and like to answer your question, it's like you're not necessarily making all your money from verses, but that's right. just another that's just another bag to reach over at and stuff. And so the paywall hits when you reach out to somebody that like it's like, man, you would really sound good on this, and like they're just like, bet I could do it for you for like six hundred, and it's just like. You know, then it, then it's on me to be like, okay, babe, you know, I can, you know, save my ducats to like get to that and then boom, hit you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's just so funny because like my podcast is an art form if you think about it. But compared to artists, I can reach out to big artists and be in the room with them for free. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't I, like even someone who might be like a very low tier artist, but he has some type of you know, juice, juice. Yeah. And like people know him somehow. Like he's, he's associated like, who's a, who's a good example? Like, fuck. I have, I have just so many, so many artists. Like I would say like Dom Kennedy, let's say Dom Kennedy, like eight years ago, he was yeah. still popping, but he was, he was, yeah. he was low tier kind of. Right. But he had juice. Yeah. Yeah. But so if I, I could have easily gotten an interview. With him. Yeah. But if you had reached out, he'd still be like, oh, that's oh, still yeah, like $5,000 or some charged. shit. I'm getting charged. You know what I'm saying? And like, for sure, you know what I mean? Uh, but it's like, the paywall aspect, I think more is just like, if they like the song and want to do it, but then it's like, you get hit with a whole bunch of like, political junk because of the money. And it's just like, well, oftentimes like in the situations where I want to do a part of a song with somebody and I just think they sound really nice on it. But then if it's just a whole bunch of political problems or it's money, this, or it's like, you know, you're trying to get a royalties agreement before we even know if we want to do the song, which I have had that a couple of times now. And it's like, man, we don't even know if this song's going to be hidden. Right. It just puts me in a position where I'll just make this on myself. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I ain't the greatest singer in the world, but it's like, you know, I know some great singers, and if I'm hitting somebody else who's outside of that class of people who I'm just like, all right, that's like a reach up, you know, then I'm just like, man, you don't have to do it. I want you to be a part of it because you want to be a part of it, not because I paid you to be a part of it. Right. You know, like, I got, I need, like, the connections happen. And those connections aren't to be left out because those are how most of my songs happen. A lot of people like to work with me. I love working with people and, like, when when the vibe is right and somebody hears something and they hit you up like, yo, you know what I mean? Or like, hey, can I call you? Or like, you know what I mean? Or you're just like, man, I really like how this feels. Like, it's like, like when you get that connection, then yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll pay you whatever. Like if I know <laughs> you love what we're about to do and you're like, man, yeah, for sure, this is tight. I love this. I got this verse already done. You inspire me, bro. But we still got to handle that paperwork. I'll, psh, for sure. Whatever it is, sounds great. Cool. What? Two, three, five, bet. Boom. Shit. But, you know, we'll get it moving. But it's like, you know, also it's nothing to snuff at. Even if you're rich, you know, you can't just be tossing your racks just to buy people's verses. It's right. also nice to be in the studio and be like, let me put my other foot in my ass and see if I can produce this other verse. You know what I mean? And you surprise yourself, you know? Yeah. So it's tight. So how do you, how do you find artists nowadays to, like, work with? Like, your guest list is, like, huge. Man. And it's very, it varies dramatically, in my opinion. I, like... Man, shout out to Waffles. Waffles always puts me on. That's that's the homie Josh. Josh, like Waffles, always is tapped in with who's like making new music and always sending me new stuff to like listen to. Always, you know, coloring my palette. And uh, I, uh, there's just so much new music out all the time. And I like to, I really like to like when I'm listening to something and something really catches my ear. You know, get their name, see how long they've been putting music out, like see who they collaborate with, stuff like that. And so it's usually just been like that. Like, man, I think I was a, uh, I was talking to Grimeshine like either this morning or a few hours ago about a song that we did, and then I was telling him like, oh, I got the singing part. It's kind of cheesy, but like, it maybe it just sounds cheesy because I'm doing it. You know, you know anybody? Then he sent me a name of a person. I went to their page, listened to their joints. Was like, oh, okay, cool. I see why he said she was cool. Sent her the joint, and so hopefully tonight, uh, you know, she'll send me something back, or you know, tomorrow or whatever day, whatever day. Um, so it just kind of happens like that, or I just know somebody, you know, I'm never like shopping, you know what I mean? It's never right. like who's going to move me or like how is what's going to do the numbers. It's like, it's never like that. It's usually like I have an idea and people sound dope. And like, I think one of those dope people will make something super tight. I love to work with Dave Shanae. Shout out. 
uh, used to be Mr. DC, but Dave Shanae, he's tight. Uh, oh, man, I keep, he changed his name? Yeah, he just switched it up. But uh, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying it. I don't know, Dave. Uh, oh, we, we met a couple times. but uh, we, were supposed to, we were supposed to do a fucking interview in, during Thanksgiving even. So he just did what... a song. Uh, I think he dropped it today or last night. Perfect timing um, for an interview. I called Donde. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was on a, a Seattle World Tour. They got the live performance. Shout out to Seattle World Tour. Uh, Taylor Hart's kicking it with us. She's the homie, man. Uh, and uh, they just do a lot of cool stuff. They, I think they donated like a thousand pounds of clothes. So let me wow. don't quote me on stuff. Let me not start talking about that. Shout out to Seattle. Ten thousand pounds? Check, no, no, <laughs> even like for real. Y'all, y'all go check them out. <laughs> like, but, but like, uh, yeah, uh, I love to do something with him. Uh, I've been working with Grady. Grady's super tight because he's like, he's like one of them like scientist musician people. I don't know what I, I call him that. It's just people who like are just like really into like like sounds it's like you could just tell when people just get really caught up in sounds yeah. and like are also like technically good like uh, goes in one ear and out the other like bouncing back man and like shout out to. vitamin d because he's like like musical mad scientist he used to be like flipping stuff and he's just got the library of knowledge and like the you know he can just like take some sounds and stuff and like hear what you're talking about and then just make a beat and like he could just he's just like a, a hyper creative you know what i'm saying and how'd and you meet tight. how'd you meet vitamin d by the way Man, that was, uh, I met Vita when we were trying to get some beats from him. Man, was this like 2017, maybe? Wow. I'm not sure what exactly year, but like I was running with Yodi Mac, shout out to Yodi, and Waffles, and we were in the group Bad Yoshi. And uh, at that time, I was rapping in Scribe Mecca. And um, at that time, we went over to Vita's to get some beats. I think Alex Lunt hooked up that one. And then he like, I'm, I don't even know if they were throwaway beats. I don't know if there's a such thing as throwaway beats. But he was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got some beats I could listen to. And he gave us like a pack. And then we listened through them. And like everything we heard, we was like, man, we got to we gotta make like perfect song to this. We got to we, <laughs> we gotta do it right. Because like, you know, if if, I, if we send Vita something whack, blah, 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 we got to do it right. And then uh, I think we did Lift My Dogs. I think I did a song called Hotbox. I think Vita produced that. And then uh, the song Head Up that's on my Blake Anthony album was a beat I got at that same time. I think we might have got one more beat. Maybe it was What Is This. But Lift My Dogs, I think, is of those four, I think Lift My Dogs was the one that Vita like, likes the most, perhaps. I, I never asked him, so I, I'll, I'll ask you. If you listen to this, Vita, I'm going to ask you. And these guys uh, are all from the Seattle area, correct? Yeah, Yodi's from Idaho. Uh, Vita's a Seattle legend. Uh, Waffles. Uh, he's been bouncing around kind of like me and stuff, but when I met him out here, he had he finished in college out here and stuff and, uh, been living here. And then I've, shit, I've been out here seven, eight-ish years now. But yeah. But yeah, man, shout out to Vida, shout out to Yoshi, shout out to Bad Yoshi, man. That was, that was a Yoshi. good time. Yeah, man. We opened up for like Joey Badass. We met, uh, Black. Uh, that was cool. Uh, we did, we did some stuff. We was a wazoo. Had some crazy parties. Dude, you're going to like the music selection I picked for you then. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. I cool. could just tell like, mm. what your energy was. That's, like, that's smooth. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. But yeah, dude. You know, rapping out here has been cool, man. Rapping out here is so cool. Everybody's really inviting. Some people say there's a, like walls up between, and there's like clicky sometimes. So. It's, it's cl- Man, it's like... When I say inviting, I think, <laughs> I think as inviting as it can be just because of the environment out here. Because people, I don't even think people like mean to be clicky. I don't think it's like a conscious thing. I just think people was like maybe trained into that. Like that just, that just happened. It right. was like a nature, a nature nurture thing out here. Cause like, I don't know what it is. I think it's just like you just being so many, there's so many different sections of the same cities that are so different, like Tacoma, there's like different areas, you know what I'm saying? If you're on the east side compared to north end, compared to, you know, Hilltop, it's just like stuff like that. And then like in Seattle and then like also so many different musicians and types of musicians and people being weird. Like, I, man, me and my girl are like, like kind of weirdos. And then it's like, you know, it's just like everybody's just so different. And I feel like there really is like this kind of like, hyper kind of melting pot vibe going on out here um with with definitely a whole bunch of salt <laughs> you know what i mean but everywhere but that's just what it is but it's just like uh i i don't know it's like i i can't i can't tell that i think i think people mostly are just socially awkward uh i think everybody is to a degree 
and uh some people are cooler at handling that than other people yeah you know i like to be social but i'm definitely pretty socially awkward but so you're I, just a big old nerd definitely <laughs> dog. you know definitely man and i and i like when i go outside i really just hope people just know that off base so it doesn't have to be a surprise because like i hate when it's a surprise like i hate when like i'll be talking to somebody and they'll bring up dragon ball z and then I'll like nerd out a little bit, and then it's like, oh, I don't even watch it like that. And then I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it's cool. I seen a little bit, you know. What <laughs> I mean? but it's like you gotta like pull back because you over here like, yeah, remember when such and such happened? And you're like, oh yeah, chill out, calm down, calm down. You supposed to be being cool. You rapper, yeah, you just relax, relax, just be quiet, drink some Hennessy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying? My girl is a super extrovert though. She like. Shout out to Jess. She'd be like painting and then like trying to be outside, kick with as many people as possible. And she just draws energy from being around energy. Yeah. You know, and I like, I honor that because that's so tight. You know, that charges me up versus me. I need to, I need like a lot of cave time and I need to be able to come out with like what I've produced, you know? Wow. So, you know, that's cool. For your first album under Blake Anthony, what was it called again? It was the. It was a Blake Anthony. Oh, I did an EP. With the uh, star galaxy something. Right? Oh, Genzo Star? Genzo Star, I think I was still Scribe Mecca. Then I did Black Anthony and Blake Anthony. That's like my, my Blake Anthony's here vibe. And then I did uh and then Star Stereo. Yeah. Cause on let me just look this. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the album I'm thinking of. And, I feel uh, like you were going through like a very this is a compliment, but also like something I've seen, like growth wise. Yeah. So with the Blake, and this is on Spotify. Yeah. So where is it? Yeah, Ginzo Star. Yeah, Ginzo Star, man. I, I feel know. like you were heavily inspired by Kid Cudi with that album. Oh yeah. You know. Were you? I heard that a couple of times. I think I think that's one of them paths of inspiration. Shout out to Cutter, man. Shout out to Scott. But uh, it's like, uh, yeah, I think I'm just overall kind of inspired by Kid Cudi. And I think in that album, na, 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 see, na, na. yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm, whoa. Hell yeah, man. He was one of my favorite freestyle artists, too. But uh, he, uh, I want to say Genzo Star Time was, oh, that was, what's that? Around Trump Selection? No, no, that was when we did Blue Room. Anyways. I was more like focused on like, oh, I'm like broke rapper in the basement underground. That's what's it like? I kick it with all these people, you know, like we in this spaceship. So we all trying to take off on this spaceship. And the whole Genzo Star thing was like, that's the ship we got. Mm. So we was characters in the story. And like we went and got this ship from Spike Spiegel. And uh, when he let us get this ship, we took off with it. And we flying through space trying to get to Planet Kush. And then our, like, ship gets attacked by, like, Machine World and stuff. And, like, that's, like, the whole storyline of Genzo. But, like, that was, like, us being, like, rappers together and, like, kind of collaborating with people in the town around us and being, like, we all just trying to blast off and, like, do our thing and stuff. Um, I feel, I feel like, I feel like that young, that, that album feels super young to me. But then I was listening to Blueberry Swishers today and I was just like, man, that, I remember when we shot that song. Um, so, yeah, I was like, it was cut, it was cutty-ass, but I think I was trying to just do, I was trying to rap more, like, on paperwork on there. And, like, uh, oh, man, Taj, uh, uh, TA7, uh, Tajane, or Tajane, man. Uh, shout out to her. I think that was the last feature she ever did before she stopped rapping. Why'd she uh, stop? Uh, she, she probably she probably gonna reemerge too sometime. I don't even want to say too much, but like <laughs> she, uh, I knew she just stopped because she just wanted to get some stuff aligned. So I don't even know if she's like done. I don't even know if she's done rapping. I just know she like took her took a little step out. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Genzo was like a young, getting my feet wet, trying to figure out what I want to do. Right. Get some albums started, like you know, and then had like a cool. I was gonna be like a whole anime thing. I I couldn't get it laced up. So if you listen to the skits, you can kind of hear us traveling through space and like going to Planet Kush, and we go to Planet Kush, and we get all the Kush, and then we fly it back, and then Pimp's Kabibble steals the ship at the end. The Blueberry Swisher is when I'm rolling up the Kush from Planet Kush, you know, <laughs> and then uh, 
cut to Star Stereo. Star Stereo just came out. It's like uh, I guess November eighteenth, correct? Yeah, shout out, shout out. Uh, that album is like we done got jobs in space, and that's like me and Waffles and Jess. We all kicking on the ship. Ashes on there, and so we listening to a radio station while we flying through space, and it's Star Stereo that we're listening to. So all those commercials was made in house, stuff wow. like that, you know. Yeah, my my previous guest I just had on was this guy named Joe Jazz. Yeah, and um, a lot of people try to like box him in as a Tyler the Creator wannabe kind of. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So I I was talking to him about like how he definitely is himself, but that's just like the easiest way to, people can compare him to another artist, right? Yeah. So I was like, with you, I can kind of see the Kid Cudi esque vibe but yeah. then after that album you're just yourself like completely yeah. like there's just That's what's up. you're just Thank blake you. anthony i'm glad you feel that i i definitely appreciate that uh and i i do think it's still a work in progress blake anthony the the eternal work in progress it should be like the next album but like no nah, it's like a, attorney attack it oh wait <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, just a, it, it, eternity eternity change or something like that but like uh it's like I don't know. It's like uh, when Yodi wanted to kind of step out, stop rapping. He's about to have a kid, man. It's crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like the life changes. Everything just moving. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, you, you rapping. And when you're not rapping, you think about rapping. And then you're writing raps. And then you're like, well, you know, do I want to put this out? You know what I'm saying? It's like the, the creation of the music part never stops it's all about like the releasing and if you want to release it because it's like if i just wanted to stop making music i'd still be making music just not putting it out i guess so that's that's what kind of struck me around the transition time to just being blake anthony as i was like well i just like do this and then i started watching more anime again too at like the same time i was just like yeah it's like all this is just like a part of my life like these are all just things that just are me so I've been more intentional about trying to tap into like what I want to do at pretty much any time. Right. And just trying to like not necessarily mold that into how can this be productive, but like trying to make sure I like, well, oh, I want to do this and then enjoy doing that and then be like, you know, in the long run, something happens. Like I remember I was watching Mob Psycho and I got to like the end of Mob Psycho and around like the last couple episodes, I like wrote all these songs. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to start this mixtape. And it just like it just happens like that. The two things don't ever like necessarily need to be connected, but like the one thing will lead to the other, you know. But like, are you fine with like for me at least, I can't see myself settling down in any way unless I'm successful. <laughs> you know, like some yeah. people are like fine with it. Like as you continue to grow, you see some people who are very passionate about music or whatever being like, Yeah, I like it, but now it's a hobby and then Fast forward five more years. Yeah. It's tapered was, off. Yeah. I, pff, like man. that is such a, I don't know why, but that's something that like scares the fuck. I mean, I don't want it. And I'm not going to be someone who's chasing things forever. Right. Right. But like, I need milestones that I need to complete. You know what? And it's about. But everyone uh, like, wants that at first. So right. But, what. but it's about like creating realistic milestones. Yeah. Not, not like squelching or like shortening your goals to be like oh maybe this isn't realistic like not that but like you know if you set big goals also set mid goals mid goals are downplay man people don't set enough mid-level goals you know everybody trying to be super saiyan ain't even trying to be chaos <laughs> you know like you gotta learn to power up and fly first but i ain't even saying like i'm also saying don't baby yourself like don't be like all right well if i'm in the studio once a week i did that you know what i'm saying like not nah, like also, if that's your goal, then that's cool. That's your goal. But you also got to understand consequences come with everything. And consequences is a word that's always given like a, a negative connotation. But really, like, nah, it's just consequences is just the result. It's just another term for results. So if you just doing one studio session a week, if it's your home studio, like if you're doing this for free, if you're paying for it, I understand. You know, get your money. Don't try to be in the studio every week. But like, if you got a studio, like capability to record at home, and you're trying to do this once a week, then it's like that once a week needs to be hitting on all cylinders for you. Like that once a week needs to be like. Ultimately, what it comes down to is, at the end of the day, you know how hard you worked, and it can be an anxiety thing where you always feeling like, oh, I didn't do enough, and that's not what I'm talking about. Like after you do. Back to the once a week example. After you do your once a week, did you feel good? You know what I'm saying? Did yeah. you 
did you work on something and did you walk away from that? And like, maybe you recorded some demos and they all sound kind of bunk. And so you, you know, you scratch those and then you record something else. And you didn't really finish that. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, ah, oh, you walk out the studio kind of like, I didn't really make a song, but like, how do you feel? You know what I'm saying? And if, if it's, if it's measurement of time, some people, I know for a while, uh, I was doing my measurement based on like hours a day where I was like, well, shit, I put six hours into the studio for four days out of this week. So I didn't, we're been in the studio damn near 24 hours, like a whole day's worth of time. And I was feeling good about that when I was working full time. So I was like, okay. And then like, you know, I did like a little two a days challenge a couple of years ago where I was doing it. And like, you know, boo on me for not like posting it more and sharing it with everybody. So everybody could be interactive with me. But for me, it was like a, I needed that milestone, so to speak for myself. Like right. I needed to see, like, how much do I care about this? Because I was, like, you know, doing whoop-de-woo with females and, like, just all kind of... I was just... I was drinking crazy. I was just being stupid for a while and just being, like, not even doing nothing super reckless. I was just, like, you know, I just wanted to see... I needed... I had to test myself to figure out what my productivity meant to me. And then after I did that, I was, like, oh, okay, that was cool. And it was kind of, like, this, like, achievement unlock type thing where I was, like, okay, there's a there's a tier that I can operate at. I know I can trust myself if I'm feeling down and I feel like I ain't been in the studio. Then I know I can go into the studio and maybe knock out three songs, boom, 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 you know what I'm saying? And be like, okay, cool, you know, and be three songs that I really like. But that milestone gave me that confidence. And that was a mid-place milestone. That wasn't no, like, I'm about to start doing two songs a day. Right. Indefinitely. Like, that's just how I rap now. And anybody asks me, i always been doing two songs a day. Like, no, nah, I was just like, you know, it was really like, I don't like New Year's resolutions, so I'm going to start this, uh, like, last week of November. And then I'm going to do two songs a day all the way through the, the 2nd of January or something like that. And then I ended up coming out of that with, like, 60-plus songs and this kind of, like, validation in myself that nobody else could give to me. And, uh... But outside of extremes like that, if it's even like get up in the morning and trying to be like, I want to at least spend 20 minutes listening to new music, you know, goals like that can just keep you in orbit and what you're trying to do, you know, but you got to feed yourself. You know what I'm saying? I Man, I heard this quote. I don't know who said it, but it was about like everybody's trying to, you know, read more books and get book smart, but it, they're not thinking about that. It's the books that you decide to read. It ain't. I'm going to read a book every day. It's like, no, nah, bro, you need to be like, I'm going to read this book or I'm going to read this. I didn't read Dante's Inferno because I wanted to reference it, but I referenced Dante's Inferno because I read it because I've always had that interest of, it, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. you know, but if I read a book on biochemistry, I'm not about to be rapping like cells <laughs> and mitochondria. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be strict and like you do, you do, but you also can't be punishing yourself. Right. Because if you There's such a this just a such a That's the spiritual this back to spirituality, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, Waffles <laughs> Waffles meditates, man, and like I'm glad that he does because he he be having this clarity about him. And I it's not just for meditation. Waffles does a lot of things. Like he does uh daily pages where he just writes the flow of his thoughts a full page's worth every day before he gets started doing things for the day. Now are these saying? people like a co- whether it's an actual name or not, are you, are these all like a collective at this point? These people that you keep mentioning, like Waffles and all these people, are these? Oh like, well, they're your friends. And I've I've seen them on your music. Yeah, and, like, yeah, you mention yeah, them yeah. in interviews. But would you consider you guys yours like as a collective at this point? No, not not even really. It's like it's like uh, it's more like the Avengers, where it's like you know we, <laughs> we we come together to save the world, but like we all got our own stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Waffles, me and Waffles definitely like I've been living together and working together for years now you know what i'm saying like that's definitely like my 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 man dog. that's my homie you know and then my girl's with me and my brother's living with me and we moved my mom out here from texas she was like getting sick in texas but wow. she's been bouncing back on her feet ever since she started living with us and she's about to get her a house so that's what's up you know what i'm saying but wow. it's like all the people i collab with it's I'm usually always a humbling experience for me for them to be like oh hell yeah i, I rock with this that's the point when i'm just like oh wow like oh this is about to be tight you know like when bruce was down to get on that song man i was like oh man oh this is about to be tight like i, I don't know I, I don't even need to hear the demo you know what i'm saying like as soon as bruce said yes i was like that's probably gonna be one of my favorite tracks on the joint 
Wow. You know, and like we ain't got no collective, nothing. You know what I'm saying? We just been in the same spaces, kind of like a mutual respect for each other. Um, I recognize him as one of my favorite rappers in Tacoma. You know what I'm saying? Also, that I'll fight you guys, man. Chris P, Glenn, man, Frank, everybody. Like Tacoma got so many people out there. That's just like uh, I just love. I will always have a place in my heart for Tacoma, no matter where my life takes me. You know what I'm saying? Just like Topeka, and I, I live my like youth in Topeka but I'm, I left Topeka when I was like 11 I want to say and then I went to Florida and after I went to Florida I basically never lived in Topeka again wow. you know and so like uh, it's like ain't even, ain't even no collective it's just homies who got mutual respect and it's this scene out here man like it's this scene there, there are the walls but I think the walls are like this kind of like defense mechanism because I don't even think they're meant to really cut nobody out of nothing and I think clicks happen because people feel safe around the people that they got. And it is true. You can't just trust anybody. So when you do find some people that you can trust, it's easy to be like, okay, well, well this is us. And we're going to operate over here. And we're going to get this bag over here. And then, you know, we're going to do our thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know. But I don't think the clicks is meant to make people not like nobody. You say you you're know? an introvert, but I really feel like relationships are definitely like an important aspect of your life. And, surround yourself with people that are yeah. either like-minded or open-minded at least definitely you know what i'm saying i just i guess yeah it's like yeah i need i definitely need people straight up because like i i could not do this alone you know you know believing believing in yourself is hard enough to do alone <laughs> but it must be accomplished at all costs uh, yes, but yeah, for sure. Like uh, the introversion doesn't keep me from loving and wanting people to be around me. It's just I I hit my wall when it's like, you know, me and me and Jess' first date was uh at the Crocodile for the it was a Kung Fu grip. No, actually, I think it was just Mr. Hentai, and then uh, is the Crocodile gone now? By the way, uh, I think it's just moved, or I don't know if they got reset up. They closed down the old one, and they were talking about getting a new space, and I don't know where it is, but... I hope they get it. It's cold-blooded, because I didn't get to go over there for, like, our, our anniversary and, like, do a little, like, we smoked this joint in the alley of the crocodile, dude. You know, I never... Macintosh performed. That was a hype Ooh, night, man. That night was hype. That was, that was a good performance at the crocodile, too. But, yeah. Uh, Are you managed, by the way? Nah, we, uh, we do everything... DIY, you know what I'm saying? We, we just gotta hold it, hold it down. But look at you, though. I don't even manage, man. I got people, man. I love my people. Everybody who works with me, everybody who takes time to answer my messages, uh, read my emails. I know I be typing long ass emails sometimes. I'm sorry, I'm working on it. And like, you know, just anybody who. Man, if you if I send you a message or I send you something, and respond you pick to it, that it, shit. Well, I'm just saying, yes, yeah, straight up though, straight up, don't don't play. You see my name, open that. But Respect like my uh, name. But it's like, but for real though, like anybody who is open my shit and open it and didn't just leave me on scene, but responded, <laughs> like I appreciate you because you're really like pushing me forward and like all they are the reason that anything's how it is, man. Like Star Stereo is fully produced by Croup. Croup, I only met through DJ Grumble. Because DJ Grumble wanted Croup to mix the Black Anthony mixtape, which is two albums before Star Stereo. And then Croup mixed Black Anthony and then hit me up like, yo, this is tight. I'd like to do an album with you. Wow. And, you know, and none of that happens if I don't meet DJ Grumble. And that don't happen if I don't work at the Ceremi plant making imitation crab. It all makes sense. It's the universe. It's crazy like that. It's crazy like that. It's would you say, crazy like that. Would you say DJ Grumble is like a catalyst in your career? Yeah, what? Well, see, it's like one of them. DJ Grum was definitely a big catalyst in my career. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Daryl X Hill. I say he was too, but I guess I didn't meet Daryl without meeting Grums. But I wouldn't have met Grums if I wasn't born. If I, <laughs> yeah, my mom and dad didn't meet each other. <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? So shout out to dad. Also, today's my dad's birthday too. Shout out to dad. Happy birthday, pop. Happy birthday. I hollered at him. He was going to get some dinner and stuff. What? Uh, what? You know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing. He out in Texas now, but. You know, he he's from L.A., so, you know, I know he really want to be at the club. You try to act like he, oh, I don't do that no more, son. <laughs> I'm grown now. I'm like, what that mean, man? You the most dancing this six-foot-four, 300-pound dude I ever met. <laughs> like, but, yeah. Anyway, shout out to Pop, man. I love you, man. Uh, snap. Yeah, but. man, but, like, I, you, Spotify, that's how I found you, man. Yeah. And, like, 
that's I've been Spotify. People don't give enough credit to like the Spotify like radios and playlists. Yeah, you know? for sure, man. And you you bump Genzo, man. I'm glad that you like Genzo. That's one of my that's one of my favorites. Uh, that's the only album I got Keezy Baby on. I don't know if you know Keezy. Uh, he's tight. He's like a producer slash rapper slash. He just do everything. I think he's like mixing and mastering too. Like, man, when people get multifaceted like that. I just be mind blown because I be trying to make my little beats and stuff and I be mixing some songs, but I'm just like, man, I like this is like this is this is gonna be like a half decade or a decade of work, you know what I'm saying? To get cold <laughs> at this, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And like it's crazy. I, I I say there's certain artists that are like under certain rocks. Not saying like they're like rocks meaning I lift it up and then there's a click of artists yeah, yeah and like you're actually the new rock i found that's what's i listen up, to your man. music and there's all these artists i haven't even thought of reaching out to or even knew who they were that's tight man that's 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 good to know that that makes me feel good man you know i know y'all got uh greg coming through today shout out uh uh Hell yeah. I, yeah uh shout out to greg I, I rarely run into him too man it's like that's the good thing about seattle is we should do your freestyles back to back maybe then. I mean hey <laughs> anyway shout out to Greg but like <laughs> oh step I uh, I like I, you just the I can't wait till shows start up again you know hopefully we can all be respectful and safe you know what I'm saying still masked up and kicking it and you know whatever whatever capacities but like I just can't wait to be able to walk into a place and be kicking in you know bumping the Taylor and you know what I'm saying, dap up with black skin and, you know what I'm saying, see such and such and whoop-de-woo and, you know, pay too much for a beer that just tastes like piss. <laughs> oh, gosh, you know the good saying? old things. And, like, the sound system could have been better, but it's loud and you hype, you having a good time. And, like, they got they brought out the live band and Buddy on Keys and bass. Dude on the bass is killing it. Buddy on Keys is killing it. You just... <laughs> rocking and grooving you know what i'm saying you vibing like that's what i'm looking forward to that's when you see the people and you bump into people and stuff shout out to Nobi running him to kxp show like ah, nobody's one of my favorite you know, artists i've had on the podcast yeah sure. man nobody's good people's man and like it's just it's just cool having been able to live out here in washington and connect with so many people that like you know i never imagined meeting especially working with you know shout out shrimmy it's all from that <laughs> <laughs> straight up man. it's yeah, wonderful man. Yeah, that's Blake and Blake. This it's been awesome, man. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> um, the serendipitous your name was Blake, and you Blake B, man. That's like and both black. The universe, uh, the universe, <laughs> telling you the uni- the religion of the universe. That's all you need in your life. Hell yeah. And water, just drink water. Yeah. Do you have a favorite water? Tap tap water. Was- Washington tap. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you know you're what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Not in Texas. You can't do that. You got to <laughs> get the bottle. Shout out to Dante. <laughs> well, Blake Anthony, what is some advice that you have for up-and-coming artists, creators, influencers? Uh, You know what? Try to find a way to hone in on who you truly are because ultimately that's who everybody wants to see. That's what everybody wants to be a part of, you know. They really don't want to create a crafted picture especially the further we get into a digital age because that is a given now everything everybody already knows something is up with what they're seeing on their screens and stuff people want that genuine juice people want to know organicness yeah people want to know you touch the ground just like them and you breathe air just like them people want to know what's good with you so try to be you and do you that's all you got to do hell yeah and what is the easiest way for people to reach you Oh man, get at me on Instagram, Blake Anthony. Uh, that's Anthony without the O. Uh, Twitter, same thing. I get on my Instagram DMs a lot more. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you email me beats and stuff like that. B a describe Gmail. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, I'll be around. You know what I'm saying? I'll probably be on the bus. You might not even know that's me. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'll be wearing my do rag and stuff. So you know what I'm saying? You know, just don't walk up on me and ask me to rap. Like don't. Don't, don't do that, you know. Unless you unless you got a beat and you just start rapping, then you know I'll probably rap with you. You know, what I mean? <laughs> but like don't just be like, oh man, you be, you be rapping, man. Let me let me hear something. Like, let me hold something, homie. <laughs> <laughs> and do you want to promote your new song that just was released? Oh yeah, uh, Cosmos just came out. Shout out to On. Uh, shout out to I Dream of Tyra. 
Um, I think they're both out in Australia. It's a house joint. It's, it was funky too, bouncing. I'm, I'm talking about all kind of sex. But and it's, the music video was dope too. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Shout out to Umiko. Umiko is tight. Yeah, uh, I, man, all that stuff just kind of came together, man. And like that one's that one's tight. I really like it on that. And I got this housey joint by uh, Birocratic that just came through. I've been kind of awesome. Like I'm really feeling trying to get people dancing because like I really look forward to being back out on stage. And then being able to just have something that's bouncing and I could just be spitting and everybody's moving. Like, I'm trying to see people moving again. Like, I'm trying to be a part of people bouncing and, like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, uh, go bump Star Stereo if you ain't listened to that yet. Star Stereo by Croup, B.A. And then other than that, Jello Cake just came out, and that's a move. So you find all that on Blake Anthony, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, Airwaves, Universal, wherever you listen to music. Hell, yeah. This is the NAS Podcast with... Your boy, B.A.